he knew that it was a toxic chemical and he knew that it could hurt people. If he just took a tablespoon of either one of those powders, he'd die a really quick and horrible death. He shouldn't have had a pound of cyanide. A pound of cyanide, a trail of vandalism, and a 25-year-old man who called himself Dr. Chaos. What was he planning? Why was he hiding sodium and potassium cyanide in a CTA tunnel right in the heart of downtown Chicago? I'm Joe Donlan with WGN-TV in Chicago, and this is Chasing Chaos. It was March 2002, just six months after 9-11. A week later, there was the anthrax scare. White powder sent through the mail, killing more people. America was ready to fight. And the people who knocked these buildings down will hear all of us soon. While the country went to war, here in Chicago, there was another big story. He had broken into a CTA storage room under a Blue Line subway station. A man with a menacing moniker, Dr. Chaos, switched out the locks on an underground CTA storage room. He'd been living in Chicago's subway and was storing a potentially deadly powder cyanide. Back then, there were more than 12 miles of underground track as you weaved your way through the city some 1,500 rooms hidden along that route. Dr. Chaos found one of those CTA storage rooms underneath the loop, rekeyed the door, and called it home. He lived underground and traveled underground, going mostly undetected. That was until March 9, 2002, about a mile southwest of his CTA storage room on the campus of the University of Illinois, Chicago, police were on high alert after a series of late night burglaries. We had a series of burglaries that was concentrated in that particular building. Bruce Lewis was the campus police chief at the time. Anywhere from uh, about four burglaries over the last two weeks. That was highly unusual, therefore we had a task force in place. Like the CTA, UIC has a maze of underground tunnels linking one building to another. A current student told us it's one of the worst kept secrets on campus. Uh, a few students say that they've been in them, but I don't know if that's uh, for sure a thing. These secret UIC tunnels were a magnet for a man who preferred the underground. But campus police had had enough. They wanted to catch whoever kept breaking into campus buildings. So they set up a sting, and that's when officers heard voices in the tunnel. He fled on foot, the officers gave chase, and shortly thereafter took him into custody. Dr. Chaos was caught with tools and a digital camera with 41 pictures of different Chicago buildings. And he had some help, a teenage associate who was also arrested. A third person, another teenager, who went by the name Zeron, got away. But that's where the case took a turn. When officers arrested Dr. Chaos, they found he'd been carrying a small vial of cyanide. 
I mean, if I wanted to kill one person, he, he could have killed a lot of one persons. UIC toxicologist Frank Polacek says cyanide is actually a very common industrial chemical. But as we know, it has a dark history as a deadly poison. Cyanide salts were things that were used in World War II in the concentration camps. Here in Chicago, the chemical was used to kill seven people in the Tylenol murders of 1982. The tragic story of the Tylenol murders continues to unfold in the Chicago area. Polacek says Dr. Chaos didn't have enough cyanide for a mass killing, but it was still more than enough to cause concern. We hear cyanide and we immediately think poison. You should, because if you're not careful about what you do or how you do it, you, you risk suffering and uh, illness and or potentially death. Dr. Chaos didn't just have a vial of cyanide. He told police he had seven boxes of the toxic chemical about one and a quarter pounds of sodium cyanide and potassium cyanide, all of it hidden under a blue line station in the loop. Cyanide salts are among the most uh, fastest lethal poisons that could be given to a human being. And in that regard, we fear them and there's good reason to fear them. Dr. Chaos led authorities to his underground stash, but it wasn't just the CTA. Chicago police found that Dr. Chaos had keys for the Metro Railway, some bridge towers around the city, and various locations operated by the Water Reclamation District. Add it all up, just six months after 9-11, a man called Chaos had a pound of cyanide and access to transportation facilities all over the city. This case is concerning because it involved a method to kill um, just multiple people. That's FBI Special Agent Siobhan Johnson. It involved someone running around unauthorized underneath our city in our mass transit system, which moves m a million people a day, if I had to guess. Not only that, Dr. Chaos's underground lair was just a block away from the federal court building downtown. Under Dearborn Street, a block away from the federal courthouse. When you have someone moving around unchecked in your subway system with a poison, that is a bad situation. So we don't know if this was the beginning of something that could have been larger, but it is our duty to stop things as early as we can. After police arrested Dr. Chaos, the red line and the blue line were shut down. And then Mayor Richard Daley ordered a massive search of the CTA's infrastructure. We'll comb the system and look at all these uh, little places they built uh, 70, 80, 90 years ago. And what, what are they doing with them? If no one's used them for months, why do you need them? As authorities learn more about the movements of Dr. Chaos, the police superintendent, Terry Hillard, tried to ease fears. I really do truly doubt that he presented a danger to, to our citizen and, and, and to the subway system. The subway is safe. The CTA is safe. But true to his name, Dr. Chaos had caused a major disruption in a major city at a scary time in American history. It wasn't as though he thought that he had some sort of inert substance. He knew that it was a toxic chemical and he knew that it could hurt people. In fact, he was known to carry the vial of cyanide along with him and to show it to people, implying that it was cyanide. So he, he knew what he had. How did Dr. Chaos get those seven boxes of cyanide? What was he planning to do with them? Was he actually a supervillain, an anarchist bent on mass destruction? In my circle of 
of professional acquaintances, we are all far, far more concerned with serial killers that use poison than we are the knife and gun club. They, they get caught. The poisoners don't. Who is Dr. Chaos? And who were the teenagers who traveled with him? The so-called realm of chaos, with names like Acid Drop, Citizen Zero, and DEFCON. We'll answer those questions and more as we continue Chasing Chaos. I'm Joe Donlan. This is a Nexstar production with writer and producer Marsha Bartell, photographer Kevin Dolman, and editor Brian Say. <laughs>